Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Lizzie's Book Club. Last time we left off, the girl from District 6 dies. Yep, from the monkeys. The bites have punctured a vital organ and they stay with her until she dies. Later, Katniss asks Hamish for medicine for the scabs from the poison which she delivers along with some bread. While they eat, they hear a scream and see a tsunami charge through. And although far enough, even though they are far enough away, the water reaches their camp. They hear a cannon fire and know that there are 12 victor tributes left. They see three bodies merge from the pool and notice that one of them is Johanna Mason. Finnick runs to her and they hug. Katniss and Peter are trying to figure out what to do. When they realize they can't just leave Finnick after all he's done for them, so they go to Johanna. She has Beatty and Wireless with her. Nuts and bolts. Beatty has received a knife in the back, while Wireless is spinning in a circle. All three are covered in red. Johanna explains that when the lightning fish finished and it began to rain, they thought it was water, but it was blood. Meanwhile, Wireless starts to spin in circles again and says, Tick-tock, tick-tock, repeatedly. Johanna yells at her and pushes her to the ground. When Katniss tells her to give Wireless a break, Johanna replies by pushing Katniss down to the ground. I, I, I can... I love Johanna. It's just like, you made me angry. Shove. Later, during first watch, Johanna and Katniss talk about Mags and how she died. Also, Katniss asks what she was doing with Wyrus and Beatty. Johanna states that Hamish told her to bring them to Katniss for an alliance. Later that night, Katniss sees the lightning again. When Wyrus restates, tick-tock, and Katniss begins to realize the arena's in the shape of a clock. Wyrus's relief becomes someone because someone understands her, and Katniss quickly explains the situation to them. She also remembers Plutarch Heavensby, remember we don't really like him that much, showing her his watch and saying, It begins at midnight, as an image of a mockingjay flashed on the watch face. Okay, so the thing about Heavensby is some people like him, but then there are people who are like, No, he was just as bad as someone else that is later in the book, and I can't spoil it. <laughs> Anyways, they go to the cornucopia to see if they are correct, and they are correct. BD, starting to feel a little better, tells the group that Wyrus is not only very smart, but very intuitive. While drawing up a map of the clock, she realizes that Wyrus has stopped singing, and turns with an arrow ready and hits glass in the temple, while Johanna bears an axe in Kashmir's chest. As they try to follow the tributes from District 2, the cornucopia starts to spin fast. Beatty is thrown from the island, and Katniss goes to Wireless's body to receive a wire that Beatty wanted desperately. So Wireless is dead. Thanks a lot, Gloss and Cashmere. Who names their kids Gloss and Cashmere? Like, seriously. <laughs> then again, not the craziest names we'll hear of in the Hunger Games, but 
still pretty crazy. When they go back to the jungle, they conclude that the jungle sections may could have been switched. They won't know till the tidal wave. Also, Katniss starts to realize that everyone is protecting Peta and wonders if they believe that he can be the leader of the rebellion. At this point, she hears Prim screaming and runs towards it, only to find that they that the sounds are coming from a Jabberjay. Finnick runs to Katniss when he hears a scream as well and runs after it. Katniss follows him through the jungle to another Jabberjay screaming in Annie Cresta's voice. Annie Cresta is Finnick's, I think, wife, I think? Girlfriend. One of the two. <clears throat> Katniss climbs a tree to kill the Jabberjay, and Finnick is heartbroken. Finnick explains to Katniss that it might that it might not be his Annie, but that Jabberjays mimic what they hear, and he wonders in horror where the Jabberjays heard the screams, as he starts to hear Gale's voice from a Jabber. As Katniss starts to hear Gale's voice from a Jabberjay, Finnick grabs her arm and drags her back to the jungle opening, where Peta and Johanna are. Mad that Peta did not help her, she realizes that Peta is yelling, but she can't hear him. And both she and Finnick run straight into an invisible wall. They are trapped in a wedge of the clock, and the Jabberjays... <sighs> they arrive with their screams of horror for the next hour until the wall disappears. Peter calms her down by telling her that Prim and the others were not tortured. As the final eight, their families will be interviewed. And they cannot do that if their families are dead. Finnick asks Beatty if that's true. He agrees with Peter. Beatty says it's true. Well, <laughs> birds mimicking the screams of dead ones and the death of Wyrus. So soon after we met her, well, yeah, so soon after she came to help. And also, who names their kids Gloss, Gloss and Cashmere? Well, join me next time to find out more. Bye!